Knicks Rewind podcast. We have a special guest, the uh, New York Knicks podcast uh, with Mark and Jay. And that's you guys. Um, so uh, thank okay. You. Hey, hey, thank you for having us <laughs> on. For, we are, we're doing yeah, a joint thank, thank show today. Yeah, we're doing mm-hmm. a joint show today. We are going to talk about, we figured we, we might as well do a joint show because the Knicks are that good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a lot to talk about. I mean, we're super <laughs> excited, you know? Yeah, there's, the Knicks are just an amazing, amazing team. There's so many great things to talk about. So uh, right before we started, you would ask, uh, do you think that we dodged the bullet by not getting Kyrie? Uh, Jay, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A, a billion percent, yes. I mean, the thing I is that it, it, it sounds like it was a package deal, though. You get, you had to get, uh, you got Durant. You the, got so Kyrie. the guy, the guy who's injured, and the guy who is now also injured, and who also just left his teammates uh, today. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. I mean, it's good. I take, I take, I take Kyrie and KD though over <laughs> what we have now and anything we've had over the last ten years. It is that. a dumpster fire right now. So, like, KD at least brings some hope. Though, in fairness, I, I can't imagine KD will be 100% next year. Like, you're probably not getting 100% KD till, till two years from now. Till he's past his prime. Yeah, no, I, and even two years from now, he's going to be, like, 32. You know? So, he might already be on, like, a decline. So, it, also, is, it is a risky. And you're going to spend the next two years having, Kim, like, Kyrie destroy your franchise. Just like as a yeah. team, not like as a player. But he did. He did. I mean, he ruined Boston's year last year. So um, this kind of this whole net situation kind of goes to show what kind of locker room guy and what kind of player he is. Really, now that we've seen it multiple times, I said it's a, it's so many times. Off. I said so many times already that uh, the guy that said, "Hey, LeBron, I know we get to go to the finals every year. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to leave." That doesn't sound like a guy who wants to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, sorry. So, um, recent stretch of games. You, you, you guys watched the game tonight, I'm, I'm sure, and uh, this past week. What do you? What have you seen so far? Just like you know, the, this week, and uh, we're gonna this get to is, in a bit. So awful. I. It's just like yeah. how. It's what? What should they do going forward? Like, do you what? Do you play the vets and keep doing this? Well, Jay and yeah, I were this, just talking before, before I, this. Do you play the vets? Do you go? Do you trade all the vets? Go all in the young guys? Do you bring in different vets? Do you, do you keep the vets because you have continuity for next season? What the hell are they doing? Um, all right, so this is like what I'm hoping they're doing. Recently, as you guys know, they've been playing like the vets more than the young guys, and there was like a game like a week or two ago that the young guys played like 12 minutes each, and Morris, Randall, Taj, our veteran guys, played like 35. I'm hoping they're playing them really to get their trade value up, and we make moves around the deadline, and then forfeit the second half of the season i guess um with our with by playing Knox, frank mitch and i'm totally down for that i don't see any of these guys as a big part of our future the thing is though they don't want to do that because mills and perry want to keep their jobs yeah and like it's reported that like if the team shows quote-unquote progress like they'll keep their jobs like that's what dolan wants to see so like they have no incentive to trade these guys if like if they trade them we're gonna be like terrible because like our young guys are not ideal hopefully it makes them what do you guys think every incentive is not aligned like yeah right mills and mills and perry got to keep their jobs they got to win it they got to try to win that doesn't work out well because this team is not a win now or whenever team that that part screws us also i don't know what playing the vets like we beat the nets today what does that accomplish like it's just like randall's playing well morris plays well I don't know what that does for us. We've had lots of games the last like it, it, few years where they win some games. You're like, oh, well, they're, they they got to win the game for the culture. And then they get a, a worse draft pick. And then they end up with guys like Knox. It doesn't work out. Right. <laughs> the, the only thing that this Nets game <laughs> gives me is pride at school. Just to, like yeah. shut my Nets friends up. Um, yeah, I'm happy so beating love, the Nets. Like uh, game, I'm happy beating the a, Mavs. There's a couple of teams that it's like fine Mavs that they beat. But, yeah. Uh, Celtics so maybe. We had to meet the Celtics. So. so I have a question. You guys are both in. You guys are high school juniors. Yes, yeah, both okay. juniors. Yeah. So you're 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 verifying with me. You are you are confirming there Nets fans in high school exist. Like there are still there are oh, people there. Oh, are oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah? yes. This oh. is a th- here like it's a lot of kids who started following basketball when they came Barclay to Center. Yeah, when they came happened in that. Yeah. So um, are they fans of the Brooklyn to- the Brooklyn Knight? Do you guys remember oh, that? Do we, what, 
I oh forgot. My God. <laughs> I forgot about that thing. I think didn't they just like dismantle that? They pretended it didn't happen about pilots? six minutes after it happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were. They were I mean, this, they were fans. This, I mean, do you do you guys know that the uh, that the team at some point when they were in New Jersey for a split second they were going to be called the Swamp Dragons? Are you serious? They actually, yeah. That this is a real thing that was almost done. The Nets have been. I mean, the Nets, the Nets have always been a joke. I mean, they actually have, obviously they had for a while with Jason Kidd and stuff. They had great teams, but they've they've just been a shit franchise. Also, yeah, they were competent. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were. I mean, I, I would love to have their level. I mean, they they had some good teams, but. Uh, I'm just shocked that they're actually like I. I thought they. I thought. Uh, I. I did not think they really had a fan, much of a fan base in Brooklyn. No, guys- they. I, it's. It's slowly growing, and you can see that like among well, kids hours at our age, it's like gr- it's I mean, growing. But I feel like a lot of the fans are white moms, like with money, or high school kids who live close to Barclays Center. That's who we know. That's yeah. our, like that's who we know. But also, I, like, Kyrie and KD, like, two of the most popular players in the NBA. So, like, that's yeah. going to bring them a lot of things. Kyrie, people, kids love Kyrie. Kids love Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. I mean, uh, sure. makes, makes yeah. sense to kids. The earth's flat. He believes that. Sounds good to me. Uh, it also, just to be fair, like, if you ha- like your kid, your kid's like, who should I root for, the Nets or the Knicks? Well, the Nets have Kevin Durant, and the Knicks are a joke. So, like, sure, root for the Nets. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just... The Garden, man. I don't know how you can't root for New York. Like, it's just too much history. But like, it, it's like, know. who's your idol, Julius Randle or Kevin Durant? I, I mean, I, 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 I yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think the Knicks fans are some of the best fans, if not the best fans in all of the NBA. We are the diehard for a team that is so bad. Like, we're out there. Like, the net, the stadium was like the uh, the arena was packed last year for the Knicks' seventeenth win of the season. Everyone's going crazy. Yeah, like no other team can do that. The other team, any other team, like they're bad. The fans go, "Bye, we're, we'll let us know when you're good again. We'll come again." I mean, I think for yeah, the younger, I got, I got like, I got, sorry, go ahead. The I think for the younger generation, they've never even seen a good Knicks team, so it doesn't mean a lot to them. All the Knicks history that happened in like the seventies, like I, I, I don't 90s. think it's yeah, the the time we like almost didn't lose, but we lost. Like I don't think that really does it for them. The best I, 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 we've seen is 2013 Knicks tape. <laughs> right, exactly. Second round. Yeah. I mean, that team was a fun team, but uh, yeah, that, but that's yeah, not going to drive a lifetime of devotion. How how are you guys devoted to the team? We had the 90s. What did you? How are you rooting for this team? <laughs> it's like Frank. Every, like, we have Frank. We really had yeah. We probably we had the 32 win the the, the Derrick Rose team. Um, <laughs> you know, we had Kristaps's rookie year. That was fun. You know that, that that's what we have. Like that's literally what we have. This is and the most depressing list APB I've ever heard. Pairing his ACL, depressing. I mean, yeah, very depressing. Like, no, no offense to you. I mean, at least we had like this, like this nine to nineties Knicks, and we had like like we were like we had a like we started a podcast, and we were like, oh, we had like these great memories, and we were like diehard fans from that. You guys are like, hey, the team, uh, they won twenty five games last year. Like when. Let's just start a podcast. Yeah, yeah. we have uh, like Lou Amundsen. Like, let's let's do this. Like, we we got a lot of promise here. No, we that's yeah. No, that's us. We, we're, I mean, we're used to it, and it just kind of like clinging on to the hope that like one year, like when we're good, it's going to be like the greatest year of my life. Yeah, yeah. you know, like that. I guess that's what I look forward to. Well, we had that same plan eleven years ago when we started this podcast. Um, <laughs> I. I you guys should only. It'd be really funny if you guys just really focus on like like celebrating parts of like. Your memories of uh, of the Knicks, like you guys were like, okay, this episode is dedicated to Lance Thomas and all his greatness of the Knicks. Like, <laughs> yeah, actually, last episode we did some of the rapid fire questions, and a lot of them was like favorite Knicks players, least favorite Knicks players. Favorite was least favorite was like Bonyani for me, and like who was it for you, Hardaway? Yeah. And it's just we haven't had a whole lot of history with this team, but one day I'm hoping that we can say like, damn, I really loved watching this guy, and it wasn't, you know, yeah, it I- wasn't like. Frank Nilakina. Well, like, your least favorite, Frank, uh, but your your least favorite okay. is also my least favorite. So at least we uh, there's <laughs> I, some overlap there. The thing. You guys have been watching the, now. You guys have been watching the Knicks since like 2010, maybe 2011. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah if you had to put your top five team, your top, you take five players. This is my top five players from the from the uh, from the time we, time I've been watching. Who would you pick? Like build a build Ooh, a like starting a five. Build, that's a, that's a good question. Obviously, Mellow. Yeah, absolutely. Tyson Chandler's center. Ooh. Yeah. 
at or KP at four? Ooh. See, honestly, like, prime stat was better than, like, the season that stat had in, what, 2020, like, 2010-11 was, like, better yeah. than any season KP had. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also, if you, put, if you put KP at the four, then you can't have Melo at the four, and Melo should be a four. Mello should be a four. Okay, yeah, yeah. But you also can't put Stat anywhere, so you got to take Chandler or Stat off the floor. Well, Chandler was a defensive player of the year. If, so, if I remember from the from the time when Mello was when Amari and Mello were here, the Knicks played best when Amari was not on the floor. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So you got uh, you got Mello at the four, yeah. Chandler at the five. No, else? Chandler, Mello, three. <laughs> we'll still on three. Point guard Raymond Felton. I don't know. Holy <laughs> crap! Who we had? Who do you who do you guys think for that for point guard? Um, I'm trying. I mean, like, I mean, our say, list isn't much better. If we go back like 30 years, we had like Charlie Ward. It's not like it's any better. You could just pretend to start Steph. Like, oh, like well, Steph Murray put up Steph Marbury put up good stats yeah. here. So, okay. like, uh, they had a great no. fifth to Lynn Sanity. Yeah, Lynn. Lynn. <laughs> Lynn yeah. might be our guy. Uh, no, he has, he wasn't with us he for long enough. You could say Felton. or a pre-fat um, Felton, like the uh, the, yeah. the Felton before he was traded for Melo, he was pretty good. Then we was traded after yeah. he came back, not so good. Um, so good. He was good. He was good on that 2012 He was a good player. And then he, remember he had a gun charge or something. Yeah, do you remember that? Yeah. Um, I want my heart tells me I got to put Novak in there somewhere. He's he's your well not your sixth man but your seventh. Oh, he's our three. He's our three. We'll he's put three. him a three. Just he's just my heart. I don't know about my head, but my heart puts him there. Um, who else? Who else would be the three? Um, Clay Anthony Early. <laughs> <laughs> he had a gun thing also. He got shot. <laughs> the old gun team. Um, you gonna put RJ there? I know he hasn't been there very long, but he'd probably be the best player of the of, of them for as a, at the three. If if you want to know something about Owen, uh, he's not the biggest RJ guy, which is shocking to me. No. I'm not. Um, there's nothing on this franchise like we're like a rotting corpse. Okay. The only sign of life is RJ, and you don't like him? We can move on from the all-decade team. We're going to focus on this now. RJ, why do you not – like, Yeah. Why yeah. do I not like him? Yeah. Are you going to talk about him being inefficient? Yeah, he's inefficient. No yeah, one I ever, ever – I, I, But I, I have never liked him. Like, I didn't like him in college, like, coming out. I just don't – like, one, I just – I think he kind of doesn't really have a game that translates well to the NBA. Like he, he gets to the basket, but like struggles to actually beat guys off the dribble um, has no like pull up jump shot or like in between game that can kind of like sacrifice for that. And he can't shoot threes and he's a terrible free throw shooter for someone who gets to the line a lot. So I just think that like comes across as like a really inefficient profile overall. And he's an average, like to below average defender at best. He's, he's past, 19. He's, he's, he's 19. Ni- I know he's 19, but I've just like never liked his game. That's like I think you swayed opinion. me. I don't I like just, him either. Just, now. Just, you guys like RJ, right? I like I like RJ. I, I have a question. Would you have taken? Would you have not have taken RJ? At, at That's what I say. I say that to Johnny. Like, there's no one else I would have taken. Like, I'm not going to take DeAndre Hunter or Darius Garland or Jarrett Culver. I think those are the three guys that got picked after, who yeah. all like are not great years. No, so, none of them are really that great. Like, he was the obvious. This is the one like. Knox and Lakini, you could argue they should have taken someone else. This one, like, RJ was the pick, and you just hope RJ ends up being good. So where I yeah. will disagree with you, but I think as far as working, they say he's an insanely hard worker, so I believe there's a mm-hmm. chance he actually might yeah, improve. He, he, yeah, uh, yeah. I, guys, I, I, I see his work ethic, and I think he's I, – I, I say this to Owen a lot. He doesn't like it, but I, I, re, I truly think he's built for New York. Just the way he plays and the look in his eye on defense just – I don't know. I just like it. He's also cool because he doesn't like post his workout videos online. Like I love that about him because like everyone, every guy in the NBA in the off season like has to post like workout photos or videos, and RJ's like silent, and I think that's awesome because he just like doesn't need everyone to know that. Forget every guy. KP, I used to drive me crazy. KP rehabbing, posting his workout videos. Like, how about you just work (laughs) out? We we will find out later on you're better. We don't need these videos. Nobody's worse than Cantor. Oh, oh God, not even close. <laughs> Cantor at the uh, Sky Gym, just working shooting, with Just shooting open threes for like hours. The best was when he posted. The next season. Yeah. The, the best yeah, was when he posted all those food pictures guys, and then I'm called just, out. I've shot with... a thousand threes, and I, in the regular season, I'll shoot two. Do you guys remember when he shot uh, all a cheat day 
with all the burgers, and then he, he called out with the burger. He, I was just about to say. That then so he missed funny. the game with an upset stomach. Who tells them that this is like a great idea? Who tells all these players that like you put this stuff on Twitter? And then suddenly, Nike will give you $100 million. How about you just play well? That's actually what, what turns out works every time, just playing well. But uh, yeah, so RJ, sure. I like how he, he doesn't always make it at the rim. But the way he gets to the, bat, gets to the foul line, I think that, that's high level. Um, he seems like he's, just like, he's like built like tough. Like he's, not, he's not a guy that looks like he, he looks like he's NBA strong right out, right out the gate. Um, yeah. His free throw percentage has gone up. The last, if you look at the uh, the chart from month to month, there has been improvement. Uh, yeah. He sometimes hits a three. I mean, his stream percentage is not great. I like his passing. I think his defense. I like his passing. His vision's good. That's underrated. That's underrated. Yeah. But he passes enough, but his vision's good. He's he's a guy that does everything on the court. Like he does, like he sets screen. He'll set screens. He like he'll do everything. He'll try to be in the. He'll be in the right place. He knows how to play the game, and that says a lot compared to the guys, the other guys Knicks have drafted. Yeah, for sure. Like Knox, right, I've got a question for you guys. Okay, Knox is, is RJ knows how to play the game. Knox has not has not a freaking clue how to play the game in comparison. But uh, go on. I, I, by the way, if you don't like RJ, you better not like Knox. I no. hate Knox. I hate. Knox. <laughs> I was actually about, I was about to ask you guys about Knox. So oh, what what are we what do how are we feeling? What do we think? What are we feeling like? I, I'm feeling that, as I said to Jay, we should have drafted Michael Porter, and I'm so annoyed we haven't. I, Knox looks. I I am out on Knox, Jay. Yeah, he can go. I I have. He, in theory, you'd think he'd be a good three point shooter. It, the stats don't show it, and they may never will. But he, he has really good form. You, you think maybe if he shot like seven or eight threes a game, he could be a useful player. He never knows where to be on defense. He. Uh, He's, when he drives to the basket, I'm shocked when the ball goes in. Dude, if he only played yeah, I, 35 yeah, minutes for the next six years, he would be really good. I know everyone keeps saying he's 2019, he's 20. There's not enough time left on earth for him to get, develop his game to be a good player. Yeah, I agree. There's nothing there. Like, there's nothing to say. Like, he's gonna get better at this. Like, he's just an idiot. He just looks like an idiot on the basketball court. He just throws up the dumbest shots. Plays no defense. Does not pass. Yeah. Does not pass. It's all. Just what like, are you? So, speaking of young guys that uh, we may or may not want to give up on, uh, Frank. No, don't give up on him, please. Okay, this is. I love Frank. What do you? I love. Frank. I just. I worry that okay. he's never just gonna be able to jumpers. Are I you? think his defense is game changing. I think he's got great vision, but obviously the worry, worrying thing is his jumper. I and like. Can't I, I think he has defense. great tools. I think he has better tools than Knox. I. I think he has a better IQ yeah. than Knox, and I see more with him than him than Knox. But um, yeah, the jump shot's got to go in. If the jump shot goes in, he's a very effective player, and that's something that can improve. I mean, like it's he shoots eighty-seven percent from the line. Like Would it's. Yeah, you love so you love Nilakina. My question is, the draft comes up. Are you do you want to draft the point guard? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so you don't love the starter. <laughs> you, we, I don't we love him. him like he'll be a solid backup because I think every Nick fan should agree we still need a point guard. I don't think There's he's a point no guard. <laughs> Frank is not a starting point guard. I don't think I, he's, I, he's a point not, guard not at all. He could be a useful NBA player. His defense, and I know you say his defense is game changing. It is some of the time. There's also yeah. a good stretch of time where, like, I thought he was a really good defender. What's going on? He's not really doing, making much of a difference. I don't see any, like, highlights for him doing anything on defense. And a lot of the he time, a lot of time, like, you'll have, you're playing against a good team. You're like, hey, why isn't Nilakina guarding their best player? Because the Knicks switch on everything, so he's never going to guard the player we need him to guard. Yeah, I mean, when I talk about Nilakina, I usually use my heart more than my head. Because I've just, I remember, like... Like years ago, when we, I was watching scouting highlights of him in in France, like I was like, I want this guy. Like I love his body. I love his like def- defensive assets. I just I've been in love with him since. Kind of needed a guy like that. Yeah, because we drafted him the year after. Like our defense was so bad the year with Rose and Noah, and like that we had like one of the worst defenses in the league. And you just kind of needed that in there. And 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 Frank at first gave it to you. Like he had six. I remember he had six steals against the Cavs. At the Garden, I was like, he's going to be awesome. He's going to be great. And he's had a couple of games like that where his defense has been so good, but it hasn't been like as consistent. And he doesn't like great well. 
defense. Yeah, his ratings on his defense actually have gone down. He's I think yeah. he's a good defender, but like I don't think he's he's not Rashid Wallace out there that you don't have to care about his offense. Like he's he's a solid player, but he needs the other side of the game. He needs to play he needs the offense or else his defense is not good enough to carry him. No, he's not like Tony uh, Allen. Jay Rose. Yeah, he's not Tony Allen. He's the thing is, like, the Knicks, with, they roll the dice with Knox and Nilakin, and they went with really high-ceiling guys who also have potentials to be bust, more so than other guys around them in the draft. And it's also it's all, all of gamble anyway. But, like, Nilakin and Knox, you were like, if this guy works out, he could be really good. But it's the Knicks, so they haven't worked out. Yeah. I, I, keep, I would totally keep Frank, but him playing 20 minutes a game is not like – I know, like, Knicks Twitter is like – like, a lot of people are like, it's heresy. He's playing 40 minutes a night. I mean, I guess you can do that just because, like, see what you have with him. But I don't think you're going to see anything different. Like, he's like, every once in a while, he'll, like, he'll drive to the basket and, like, look, look really good and then not do it. A, then, then he'll disappear the rest of the game. Or I've also noticed lately, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, he, uh, he'll focus on his offense and will get, like, one assist and be out there for 25 minutes. That's not a point guard. Yeah. He's not a point yeah. guard. He's a shooting I mean, guard. Al- Alfred Payton is not that good and gets a bunch of assists. He passed. He's a good passer. He's a good passer, but his shot is just really hard to watch. Peyton's a Peyton's a good passer. Yeah, but Peyton like sets his guys. I mean, yeah, that Frank sets his guys Frank, up. Like, like, what yeah, yeah, that's what he's at. Yeah, and Frank like doesn't shoot well enough or like drive well enough where like he can make up for that. You know, like not being a consistent, like a really good consistent distributor. Should you be better at all this in year three if you're gonna work out? You know, his, his jumper hasn't gotten like bare, like hasn't gotten. There hasn't been enough. And that was like supposed to be his translatable skill. Yeah, was his yeah. offensive skill was his jump. Yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, I don't know. I, these guys, we were talking about it before. Like, shouldn't you be giving some of these guys some some time in G, the G League where like it's less pressure and just like let them play? Like, not yeah. play think- for thirty minutes in the G League. Like, what's going to happen? Either he plays well in the G League and that helps him out in the NBA. Or he sucks in the G League, and if he sucks in the G League, he probably sucks anyway. Yeah, no, if he goes to the G League, I think that'd be huge for his confidence, assuming he plays well. Um, and that's something he definitely needs, because it's really hard to watch his body language out after he goes starts the game 0 for 4 from 3. It's just tough, tough to watch. I want to so see, see some Iggy. Yeah, Brazdakis. you want to see Brazdakis? I want to see Brazdakis. And Wooten? I was watching some highlights yeah. last night. Iggy's like... Iggy, Iggy but he's been playing well. He's supposed to be good i don't know i think i think from what i've heard like he's not that he's not a very good defender and like the nick like him being down there based on what what i've heard like eh, i mean like it's not the biggest of deals like let him play down there and maybe maybe he'll get a little better before he comes there we're not really missing out on anything him down there uh what do you guys think where are you guys on on mitch right now i love mitch but Foul, the fouling has been kind of infuriating recently. Like, it's gotten better as Mike Miller has taken over. It got over. better for, like, a little bit, and then it's kind of like, I don't know. He keeps, he has, like, five game stretches where he looks like he's going to be, like, so good, and then it kind of, like, dwindles down a little bit. I'm so, really not worried about Mitch, though, honestly. Like, he's the least of the young guys I'm worried he's about. Gonna be Cause I know, like he's going to be Because I know his tool, the tools he has, his athleticism. A player with his athleticism should certainly succeed in the NBA. So I'm really not worried about him. Played no college basketball. Didn't, like, get consistent minutes until the second half of last year. Like, still doesn't really get the consistent minutes that he needs. Like, it'll come. Like, with time, it'll come. What about you guys? What do you guys think? No, I'm a big fan. I think we both agree about Mitch. Uh, I always say, like, Mitch, like, a young guy that's going to develop, and I think Mitch will develop, you want to see, like, some decent flashes. Him have some really good games. And this, it'll, like, work itself out. Like, he'll get better over time. And you've seen a lot of, like, really great highlights from Mitch. You've seen him, like, have some stretches where he looks really good. And that's what's supposed to happen for guys that will develop. Whereas that stuff doesn't really happen with Knox and Nilakina. You don't see, like, any real stretches where they look all that great. We're just, like, yeah. pretending they're going to be really good. Um, right. I, I think, I, I, in the sense of, like, Mitch is young. I really believe he'll develop. RJ is young. I really believe he'll develop. I don't know about the other guys. Yeah, what are you guys? Where are you guys on Trier? Uh, we were not. just talking about Trier. I feel like the Knicks have done him wrong a little bit. I mean, like, I don't think he's all that great, but I think he could be a solid bench player. He's he's better than Knox. I think he's pretty much the same, like Dodson with worse defense. So I don't think he's 
I don't know if there's really a spot for him on the team. Yeah, I kind of I kind of viewed him recently as like a little bit of a Trey Burke yeah. 2.0. He's kind of like know? yeah, he's also like Dawson, just like but he doesn't move the ball. Like he just only plays for himself. Like it's only for Zoe. Yeah, and like that's kind of like he's just not a winning player. Like I don't know, he's not. He doesn't do things well for the team. But I he, think I th- who will be in the league longer, Knox or Trier? Knox. Really? Yeah. Because Trier, Trier is a guy who can go overseas and he's going to like tear, like put up thirty, put a up night. thirty-five a game in China every night and make like four million dollars a year. You know, like that's the type of guy. I feel like Trier is going to be one of those guys. Where you're gonna, like, you need points. He's gonna be on your bench and he'll get you like 10, 12 points and like he'll he'll he'll, have, he'll, have, a, he'll have a he'll have a role for the in the league for a lot longer. Whereas Knox, I feel like at some point the Knicks will move yeah. on. Then he'll just like suck on his next team and then be playing in China. I think Trier's going to yeah, leave I, this Knicks team and never be heard from again. Wow, I, yeah. I agree. I mean, it's, it's, we're not exactly talking about the best players here, so it, you could be right. Also, who knows? What do you, what do you guys think of Miller so far? Hmm. I mean, like, don't love. Like, team has been playing better. Like, that's for sure. Like, a hundred percent. Like, we lost to the Raptors by thirty in November, and like. Barely lost to them the other night under Miller, and like that's not a close. And we got blown out by the Cavs with Fizdale, and then we blew the Cavs out under Miller. Like I see a lot of good things with Miller. I don't know if he's like a long-term coach for this team. I like, I mean, obviously as every other Knicks fan is, I'm supportive of the Fizdale firing, and I like where the coaching has gone. But I don't know if he'll stick around for next year. No, I think we need another guy. I don't think Miller. Miller just doesn't have enough experience like coaching high-level basketball. If that's mine, like he was. Right before he was the Knicks G League coach, he was the coach at Eastern Illinois, and his team sucked there. Like, there was a really interesting article in, in The Athletic about it. Like, he only got hired for the Knicks because he knew the triangle to coach in Westchester. And he <laughs> coached in Westchester. That's literally I, why Phil hired him. Yeah. I know. I, I, I knew that, but it's just funny even hearing you say it. It's uh, crazy. Yeah, I know. What, what about you guys, Miller? Eh, I mean, uh... I don't. I don't even know anymore. Uh, I. I think he's done a, a. He's definitely been an upgrade over Fizz. In some respect, like sometimes guys work out. And you don't like like Van Gundy wasn't a guy the Knicks were like this guy's gonna be an amazing coach. Like he just kind of took over and like ended up doing a really good job. Um, I don't know. I, I guess if he, if the Knicks played well the rest of the season, he's made a case for himself. He has. I'm fine with Miller because the more Millers out there, the less Mark Jackson rumors I hear. Yes, thank you. That's it's, for it's sure. Almost, yeah, it's almost like I I, I prefer <sighs> Miller to whatever dumb thing the Knicks are gonna do. Mm-hmm. Scary, it's scary. But like, we can all just agree that Fizdale is just an awful coach. So like, how much better is Miller? Like, is Miller really that much better than Fizdale, or is Fizdale just mind-numbingly terrible? A little yeah, bit, a little point. bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, uh, what do you guys, just uh, one more player I want to mention, Randall. Mm-hmm. It's 24, this, 25. Like, do we do you I, build around well, him? I, what do you think? I, I, I like Randall. so bad. But he, he was bad tonight. I don't, so I mean, I don't bad. think he's like a piece we should build around it. I think most Knicks fans can, he's a little, little overweight, and I just think he's unathletic. Um, I just don't see a consistent jump shot with him. When he shoots threes, it infuriates me. I don't know. I mean, I think he, he's definitely not a top three option, and I think he'd be better suited on a team that has a go-to score, and then he can come get a rebound to put back, maybe hit a three once in a while from the corner, but I just don't see him. He, like, he like tonight he turned the ball over, like just like spun and just lost it, as we've seen like many times this year, and just jogs back on defense like so lazily. Yeah, and it's just like, like he's making twenty million dollars a year, and he just like he just wants to take his money and go. Like he's he does terrible. Not it's like just so painful to watch him play defense. You know, it's great. You're, you're talking about you're talking about like the Knicks, one of their best players. That's how bad this team is. <laughs> like everything you're saying is totally legit, but you're like talking about he's. You can't argue the fact that he's like a top, maybe the best player, not the second best player on the team right now. That's yeah, a bad no, I mean, for sure. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think about Randall? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, he's looked better at times. He's obviously very talented on the, on the offensive side of the ball. His defense can be passable at times. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly saying, like, we should build around him, but we don't necessarily need to trade him. Like, we can bring him back next season. It's not the world. Like, I like. I think bringing back more, trying, keeping Morris, not trading Morris is ridiculous. Not trading yeah. Randall yeah. is not ridiculous. 
Like having one guy yeah, who's also an offense. His contract is much harder to trade than uh, Morris's. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it won't be next year. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, the uh, are you? You have some people have said maybe we should keep Morris, not trade him. Maybe we should keep these vets, not trade them. How do you feel about the trade deadline? Um, trade everyone. If you can, yeah, trade. Honestly, trade everyone. The season's a wash. If you could get like a first rounder from a desperate championship contender, even if it's like the 29th pick, like that's I'm totally happy for that. Like I would love that. Um, even like a second, like a high second rounder for Morris. Like you just need to get anything you can because like he's going to be gone most likely after the season or he stays and like we win 30 more games with him next year and then he gets old and like is no use to us. So like we're better served with like a 19 year old project than we are with like a pretty good NBA player, but like just doesn't match up the timeline of this team at all. So like what if the entire offer is the 48th pick in the draft, like a second, just a late second round or 50th pick in the draft, a late second round pick. Would you do that for Morris? That's the only offer on the table trade deadline. Do you do it? A late second rounder? Sorry, I kind of broke up a, a little late, bit. A late, yeah, a late second rounder pick. Like, the only offer you get, because I feel like the Knicks will just say the offers weren't good enough, so we kept Morris. Let's just say the offers are. Honestly, I would probably still pull the trigger. I said on a podcast like two or three weeks ago, only trade him for a first round pick. But since there's literally been absolutely no progress like in this team whatsoever under Miller, just trade it. Just pull it's the trigger. It's not going to be a playoff. Like, you're not going to be a playoff team. You know, There's no point. He's won a one-year deal. Like, he's better served to be on a contender. Like, Honestly, it's just better for both yeah. sides to just yeah. – I like – I mean, I, he's he makes this team somewhat fun to watch on some nights, but is it really worth it? Like, I don't no. know. What about you guys? Would you take for 40th? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would trade him for the 60th pick in the draft. I'd trade him for someone – some of those teams, undrafted free agent, they're going to sign. Yeah. I mm-hmm. you got to just trade – it's just idiotic to keep yeah. him. And Jay and I were talking before, like – we have the vets. They're all playing. Morris is playing, and we're like the fourth seed on Tankathon. So like, uh, yeah. we're bad with them. Like, it doesn't. Nothing. We're not getting any benefit out of keeping them. Have you guys started your Tankathon simulators yet? I did it the other day for the first time this season. It was depressing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not a good draft though. It's a bad draft. That's the problem. Just leave it's it to like, the Knicks. No to finally, the Knicks finally figure out how to get top five picks when the drafts go to, go downhill. Yeah, <laughs> and then when we when we have the worst record in the league, we manage to get the third pick, and then you know with the KP we get the fourth pick. Yeah, you know. everything wrong. That's how it works. Everything wrong. Like That's the, how it uh, works. Man. Like the year we drafted uh is uh Dante was the year of, uh, that we got knocked, and we won like two or three games again the, the season for we, no we good lose reason. Two more games. Yeah, you lose two or three more games. Well, Frank's year and Knox year, we won pointless games at the end of the season, and everyone that there's always people at the time going like. Well, it's all about culture. You can't make these these young guys lose the game. They're playing for it. Yes, you can. Try to develop a team. Mm-hmm. Philly did it. It worked out. They had Simmons and Embiid. That worked out better. We got Knox mm-hmm. and... No, you... Uh, would you... Here's, all right, here's, so I have a... I have a, I have a last question for you. The, uh, yeah. the one asset that I think a lot of people disagree with me about trading, I think we should trade. Our most valuable asset we have is our cap space. I say no one's signing here in the next four to five years. Trade all the cap space, get assets. Make the team like are you like talking about like a Nets rebuild by kind of getting yeah. these expirings, exactly. take guys, and then try to be competitive, and then lure guys by I guess not being a. What are like take take a work. shitty contract with like a draft pick attached to it? Yeah, shitty contracts, right, right, draft right, right. pick. You can cut the guy right after, but just get the get the asset yeah. before the draft pick. You don't have to play. The, the only guy. worry is like, what if our guys do develop? And we still have that cap flexibility. Like, there's not a lot of hope for them. But, like, let's say, what if we field a good team in, like, a year? And then we have cap space and we can add, like, a really good free agent. But then we lose that because we're paying, you know, whatever. Like, a, a Chandler Parsons or, like, a, you know, an Alan Crabb type, like, $18 million a year. You know, because that can just, like, that's those are the type of contracts that can just cripple you. Right. You know, so it's, you know what? it's hard to give up that cap space. Have, have you, have you I don't think the they'll You've watched the Knicks long enough. That's true. Yeah, that I've watched it. Yeah, I have. I would I think like that to be our problem. We, we've, we've, we're too good of a team, and the cap's an issue again. Like, let, let that be our problem as opposed to we just have a crap team with lots of cap space. I think it's funny that we're talking about restarting a rebuild five years or six years into a rebuild. Yeah, um, always. But the thing is, the contracts of- are only like four years long now, so the Knicks aren't going to be good for the Knicks at least two, and by then it's a tradable contract. 
Yeah. So taking on bad contracts is like, yeah. Like, there's no downside, really. That's my thing. I mean, the only downside is that, Jonas, that we won't have enough Jack Capis to to sign the Greek freak. We we know will definitely be coming here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to come. My God. Yeah. Okay. I I interrupted you. What were you going to ask? I want to I want to ask you guys some of your the rapid fire questions because you guys have been watching this team for a while so I'm kind of curious what your top moments top players are. Cool. I mean, top player for me would be Hewing. Um, best player oh. we've had in my lifetime. Mine's okay. o- Mine's Oakley. I mean, Oakley's a good, good answer also. Oh, uh, I like Oakley. Right. Yeah. Uh, Oakley. Oakley's yeah. a number. I mean, they were fun teams to watch. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. My favorite moment is just the '90s. Like, like I don't have a particular like. This is like this is the moment. Jay, do you have a moment yeah. that like your favorite your favorite moment? Um, yeah, I can't relate to the '90s, but uh, <laughs> I mean, beating the Pacers to get to the on the way to the finals was was that up was there. awesome. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. pretty much any playoff Spreewell moment in '99. I was just a huge Spreewell fan. Mm-hmm. Um, three. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I wish I, I wish I could really watch that guy, man. He had a highlight today. He like forty six in Milwaukee, and I saw he had nine threes. I saw that video. That was on Twitter today. I think it happened like fifteen or like twenty years ago. He's good. He's a good. Player. Yeah, no, he was a hell of a. I mean, more we recently, should, should... Uh, I was a big David Lee fan. Yeah, I, I, he was actually the first Knicks jersey I ever had. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I kind of I loved the Jeremy. I mean, it was short, very short lived, but the Jeremy Lin era was pretty fun. Yeah, that was really fun. That, that was, was so cool. Great six weeks. I remember yeah, well, that, just, to, just to loop it in with today, like Kobe obviously is very sad. Um, but I remember when he went head to head with Kobe, and it was like, cool, we have a guy that can go head to head with Kobe. This is pretty cool. Yeah, thirty-eight. Yeah, that was so funny. That that really got me attached to the Knicks. Um, and I remember that was like the first season. I was really watching yeah. them every night because it was just how fun and exciting this wild. new guy was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. More rapid fire questions. Yeah, um, least favorite Nick. Like you can, it's it's a long, it's a big question considering how long you guys have been watching the team. So let's say like of the decade. I'm, I'm gonna go with. Can we just go with Bargs? I'm gonna I go. Know with, you, guys, you, guys, I, you guys said that earlier, Bargs, but like Owen was. I said long. no. That was most infuriating. I yeah. just the, 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 okay. everything about him. The fact that they had a, they got him destroyed the team, and like I just hated watching him and everything. His defense. There's so many guys to hate on this team, but Bargs just. It, it took that. It helped take down a really good team. So I, uh, Barg's my number one. Yeah. My number one's Jarrett Smith. Yeah. Jarrett Smith. Yeah. Uh, why? Wow. Really? Sixth man of the year. Oh, he had like, he had like six good weeks, and he was pretty much trash the rest of that season. And I don't look at his look at his splits by day. Like the guy just played hungover three days a week. <laughs> he averaged. We look at the time. That is true. But uh, it, it's true. If you look, he averaged twenty three points a game like Tuesday through Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he averaged like fourteen on like twenty percent shooting. Yeah. I mean, they, the, that was like, a really weird season because it was like uh, the Knicks got off to a like insanely hot start. Um, they played really well, and then Amari came back, and they were basically five hundred the rest of the way because they could never figure out how to play with Amari, and they went yeah. they, they like just left with everything they were. I just remember uh, it was like three thirty in the morning, and I go on Twitter, and Jr. is like, "What's going on, guys?" And I just wrote like, "Go to bed. You have a game tomorrow." <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but yeah. Jr., I, 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 as much as you give Jr. crap, like, I mean, compared to the guys we have now, he was a pretty good player. Yeah, I, but he could have—he could have been so much. Done. He could have been so much better. He That's been so much better. absolutely, absolutely. He should have been better, but at least he was good on the court. Like he wasn't like he wasn't horrible. He was good on the court like four days a week. I, I always hate the six man thing with him only because like you're like he's a six man he's not a starter which means he plays like 35 minutes I'm like you're a starter you play 30 minutes just because you didn't start the actual game you played the whole game basically and you're playing uh, against a lot of second unit guys I mean he played against the second and the first you just be on the court the rest of the way but uh he was yeah. highly athletic at times you would really like him because you knew what he he did he, he's, he was infuriating just because like you knew he could be better. I just hated, yeah. like, oh, we have a Sunday noon game. Looks like he's going to play like shit because he was out chasing Rihanna until 5 in the morning. <laughs> and that yeah. in the Celtics in the playoffs, who did he uh, Who did he elbow? What was it like he almost turned the series? Oh, I remember this. Oh, God. Uh, I don't remember who. Was it Jason Terry? Yes, it was Terry. 
Yeah, and like they drop two zero, he elbows Terry, and suddenly this, they they go to game five because like he just screws up the whole series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was infuriating. Um, on the current like, team, Jay. On the current team, who do you least like on the current team? Current team. Um, the thing is, like, I don't like pretty much the whole team, but I don't hate <laughs> anybody. Uh, I would say, I don't know, like. Guess I feel bad saying Knox, but like I just don't like his game. Mm-hmm. I, the same, like I agree. Like I, I, I kind of was gonna say Knox, but like at the same, time, I want to see Knox play because I want to not even like have to, like I want to just let, let, let's figure it out if he's has any potential. Like, if there's anything there at all, so let him play. I mean, I'm losing in field goal percentage this week in fantasy basketball by point zero zero four, so I'm very mad at Randall right now. <laughs> you guys have anyone Portis. you don't like on the, on the current team? Portis. Portis. Scott yeah. Portis. Portis. Mm. Portis. How could I have forgotten about Portis? Yeah. 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 Jay, I remember you were like, hey, Portis is not that bad in the offseason. You were like, you didn't think that was the worst acquisition, Jay. I know, but uh, <laughs> you were. I'm going to give you credit for being right on that one. I was with Jay. I didn't think he was that bad of an acquisition either. He's kind of a young guy, um, always on pretty bad teams. I thought maybe he could thrive, but. Um, Man, I was wrong. Totally Shot. a good teammate. Really good in the Bulls. Like, really good teammates. <laughs> yeah, punching dudes in practice. That's what you want from your play. That's, that's, that's how you build chemistry. That's, that's, that's culture. I mean, that's if you told me, like, hey, the, the Knicks are going to go after a guy who fractured his own teammate's jaw in practice. Like, uh, that's an Onion article, right? <laughs> that's our guy that's our guy um all right so if you had to choose i mean i'm gonna give you guys a few names and if you use you have to give three words to describe just to describe them Ooh, cool like yeah um for each of you guys let's start with uh fizdale three words to describe fizdale in his tenure here totally completely incompetent empty suit likable likable and likable empty suit Take that yeah, data. I think that's good. Um, no offensive scheme. No scheme at all. <laughs> <laughs> I cast as three. Plays? Question mark? Question mark? I got. I will, if I can give you, you give me four words. At least hot wife. <laughs> it's true, Mister Potato Head. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Mr. Potato Head without the, the the NBA skill. That was more than three words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going. I'm going to set yeah. this here. Yeah. How about um? Let's go, uh, James Dolan. This was this should be an easy one. Uh, Sell the team. <laughs> absolute. <laughs> That's perfect. Absolute That's rock. I got it. Absolute rock guard. Absolute absolute rock god. Please go and tour. You're so good at music. Forget about the Knicks. Mark, I don't think you're getting the whole three-word concept, Mark. Oh, I'm just I'm explaining <laughs> my three words now, okay? No. It's all right. It's all right. It's uh, <laughs> great. His music, I don't know what you're talking no, about you with want, his music. Like, we should all listen to his music more and more. So he really thinks he's someone. And like, hey, like, I don't need to, you know, I don't need to own the Knicks. Like, I should just pursue this. That's right. JD and the straight shot full time. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll give you guys a couple more. How about uh, Perry? Scott Perry. Fraud, really? <laughs> All right, damn, that's okay. tough. Jesus, mediocre. Oh, man. Uh, Defer to Mills. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what about Mills? I think Mills is even worse than Perry. I, I mean, Mills, Mills, Mills is terrible. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, yeah. Clown, sham fraud. <laughs> I like it. Mills is yeah. How about Frank? Uh, Frank. Yeah. Where's my Don't shot? Don't go out my part. Where's my shot? Uh, where's my shot? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Offense any day? Question mark. Hand, uh, hand off top key? Because all he does is hand off the ball at the top of the key instead of <laughs> initiate the <laughs> offense. <laughs> and then not get the ball anymore in the possession. How about hide in oh, corner? Sick. Will will develop eventually? Question mark. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Locked up Luca. He did lock up Luca. Yeah. 
For, yeah, uh, I'm sure. What, what do you hold? He hold held Luca to like a triple double. Thirty two. <laughs> but it was a weaker triple double, so it was good. Who was, it, uh, who was who was the guy that locked up Giannis last year? Uh, uh, Vonley, no Vonley. Vonley. Everyone was like, "Oh my God, what is defense on 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 Giannis?" He held him to just all star numbers against us. Yeah, like fifty percent shooting. Yeah, <laughs> well, he, we we locked him. We, we held him. Like, we didn't give up forty five to Giannis on Christmas Day. Like we didn't embarrass ourselves. We, we might have lost. We yeah, we were there. It was pretty hype. Vonley was really put in the clamps. Well, that was like the uh, LeBron Travis Ware game. Where yeah. The, the, oh my God. <laughs> Travis Ware, he, uh, he he shut down LeBron in Game Three of the season. LeBron had like twenty four and seven. Beat like, the Cavs. Travis Ware yeah. shot him down. Travis Ware seventeen. Um, I miss Travis Ware. What are you? What's going on with Travis? Where is Travis? He's, Ware? In, he's on the Lakers G League team. Oh really? Why do you know that? <laughs> you should be studying. I love you should that. be studying. We shouldn't know that. That's because he has a blog, TravisWare.com. Yeah, in fairness, his parents probably don't really know that either. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that, those are my rapid fire questions. Actually, I'll give you one more. Just, I think this is an obvious one. It's really between two guys. Who are you most excited for in the future? I'm assuming it's between RJ and Mitch. Mitch. Yeah, I, I think of the two, the one that we have to. I like Mitch a lot. I think he's going to be good. RJ is the one that's like, this is, he's definitely a future starter. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You Definitely. Don't think RJ's a future starter? Definitely. He needs to be a starter. <laughs> well, I mean, he's the guy that we really need to like focus. He's the guy of the two of them, the one that has a better chance of leading us to being a better team is gonna be RJ. I, I I don't know if Mitch will be a starter. I'd like him to be a starter. He does a lot of special things. RJ's the guy that uh I mean he's not gonna ever be the best player on the team. I, I just thought definitely was a little bold. Okay, Jay. This team sucks, Jay. What do you want from me? <laughs> Can we go back to three words? <laughs> what do you guys do? What? What's, what's your answer? Um, I mean, probably RJ. I think Owen's going to go Mitchell I Robinson. Know, it's got to be Barrett. Yeah. I mean, you know what Mitch is. Like, he'll catch lobs and block shots his whole career, but like... How great can that be? You know, like I, I need RJ to become a superstar. Like peak DeAndre Jordan, like you know, like yeah, that's where I go. I, with I like RJ, RJ, RJ. In theory, if he develops, he can develop all these skills. He does a lot of things on the court. Mitch does some stuff also, but like I don't know if Mitch is ever going to develop an outside shot. Wasn't the question who you're most excited? <sighs> like, I don't understand. Yeah, I, don't like, understand I, just, <laughs> I mean. Mark, I don't think you're understanding anything. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. You know, interpret it as you wish. I, you know, interpret it as you wish. Okay, I'm I'm most excited by RJ. Jay, what about you? Mitch. Okay. RJ well, doesn't excite. Watching some guy shoot fifty percent from the free throw line does not excite me. <laughs> okay. That's who, fair. I, I mean, there's really no wrong answer. I, yeah. I I'm gonna give you three choices: Mitch, <laughs> RJ, or a yet to be named first round pick from come this year. Okay, be named depends really where it is. It does, just, just, you're not going to know. Just, you, you know it's going to be ball. The Knicks are ending up with ball somehow. You have, right now, we don't know. It's going to fall somewhere in the top 10. You have no idea where it's going to be. Who are you more excited about? This yet-to-be-named top 10 pick or these guys? Yet-to-be-named top 10 I think 10 that, that's a good question, but I would probably go RJ. Named. I go yet-to-be-named. I think I'll go RJ. He's not all that. He is. I, that. I see it. No. Mark, what about as, you? As much as I like RJ, yet to be named, just sounds so much better to me. <laughs> I it's, 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 it's hope, been like, it, years, though. Yeah, I know it's every hope. year. The current. Yeah, I, I'm this. I'm the. I guess I'm the only one here. Jay, Jay, what do you yeah. say for that? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going for the what's in the box. <laughs> yeah. um, From what you've seen. So, from this current, from the next class, who do you want? Like, if if we get the first overall pick, you got who would you want? Well, uh, who's the who's the who's the one that uh, everyone says is number one? The, the, Cole, the, Cole uh, Anthony. Cole. Edwards. Ooh. Anthony Anthony yeah. Edwards, right? Is that the right name? Or? Yeah, Edwards. That's who yeah. I want. I wouldn't take Ed- Cole. Not Cole. I definitely wouldn't want Cole. I would either want Ball or Edwards. Honestly, good, Ball can't shoot. He can't shoot. He was shooting like uh, yeah. shooting like eight or nine like uh, threes a game and shooting like twenty five percent. He can't shoot. Can we not? His core not... vision. Yeah. yeah. Um. For whatever that guy Nico sounds pretty good. Banyan. 
Uh, I like him. Not not as not a number enough. one overall not pick. Not, not as a number one. Oh, well, not as number one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to go with a... Uh, I hate draft. I hate draft talk this, this early just because I'm like, wow, this is a shit. Yeah, no, understood, understood. But, you know, I'm a big... I'm a big Georgia fan, which is where Anthony Edwards is. So I'd be, I'm, I'm watching them pretty often, and I like what I see. Strong body, athletic, good on defense. I just, I like what I see. So I'm gonna go with Edwards over Ball. I mean, my understanding is that the issue really is like the, uh, it's after him. It really is a crapshoot. Yeah, it's, yeah. it could be. It's not a good draft really after no, like the top three. It I is. don't want wise. Don't need a guy like Wise. I don't like the idea. Yeah, of that. neither do I. Um, but after him, like after Edwards, like there are a bunch of there are a bunch of point guards. Is the po- kind of I don't want to say point guard heavy, but there are a number of point guards the Knicks could take here will be reasonable guys to take and like hope they're better. It's really not like a, a crapshoot. The guy after the guy the Knicks pick is going to be an all star. And the guy before, yeah, yes. yeah, that's true. That's true. That's, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's just or a, before, that's a given. Or before, after or before, yeah, one of the two, yeah, because like John Zion be like incredible and yeah, yeah missing out on shay it's just ugh, so i mean missing out on shay Mitchell. Mitchell. yeah michael porter will get more painful mm-hmm. all right yeah. good times it's, it's just it's just part of being a knicks fan you know we we you know as young fans we've kind of come to realize this and we've accepted it the Steph thing also gets rubbed in our face like once a year. You yeah. know, like he does an interview. He's like, oh, I thought I was going to the Knicks, but. Yeah. Why do they even ask these questions anymore? <laughs> like, Steph, oh, right? remember when you were drafted? Did you want to be a Nick? Sure. Why are you asking this? Because we just like to troll our fans. <laughs> yeah. We we, yeah. we survive on That's Knicks fans' tears. Um, like, why don't you find, like, find, like, like, the reporters, go find Larry Bird. Hey, Larry Bird, did you want to be a Nick? Just say it for the article. Yeah. Okay, I wanted to be a Nick. Yeah. Man, Larry Bird wanted to be a Nick. Nick screwed that one up also. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's some New York media kind of in New York bias kind of stuff that you'll get. Just that's part of it. It's part of it. You gotta live with it. Um anyway, uh it's been great talking to you guys. Uh yeah. thanks, thanks for having us on. So much. We really appreciate it. Yeah. So uh where can our um, listeners find your podcast? Plug away. Sorry, plug plug Wait, your st- plug your stuff for um, for our listeners. Nick's Rewind podcast available everywhere. It's just pretty much us talking weekly. Um, we have a website, nicksrewind.com. You can find all find of our all episodes the there. There. Also follow us on Twitter at Nick's Rewind Pod. We're active. Yeah, yeah. To our very small foundation of listeners, do you guys want to go? <laughs> oh, Jay, Jay, you can do the uh, honors. Because you don't know it, or I don't know anything. Jay, just talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're NY Knicks podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, all that stuff, and our website is thenewyorkknickspodcast dot com. Awesome. Yeah. awesome! Thank you guys so much. We had a ton of fun doing this. Uh, we hope to talk to you guys again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Check in after the uh, trade deadline when the, the Knicks inevitably screw it up. Well, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to trade anybody. That's just part of it, guys. It is. All right. All right. Thank okay. you guys so much. Hope to talk to you soon. Okay. Um, thanks, guys. All right. Thanks. Take care.